0: Grandma got ran over by a reindeer, and so folks, we would like to talk about our older generation and extending grace towards them, especially with holidays coming along and um in the midst of a pandemic, and trying to plan for all that and taking into consideration what the older generation's going through and the vulnerabilities that they may have during this time. So memes, um, what are some things that come to mind for you when thinking about this? So it actually is a favorite time of the
1: year because of those older generations, like connecting, um, hearing the stories, having that extra time with the family and the kids. And honestly, I feel one of the as much as I joke about grandparents and the pressure they have is like asking for grandchildren or, or planning that that's a phase of their life that they can impose on someone else and that's really how I feel sometimes when I hear other grandparents it's like oh when are you doing this and I'm like you moving in like are you volunteering to be the support for this change of life like um my mom recently just our mom just made a joke about like sofas bent over like doing downward dog and you know latinos say that that's like kids asking for another and i'm like absolutely not that is just downward dog i'm like i'm I'm like because nothing is coming in this like you can't jinx me you can't give me a myth you can't like it's just not happening (laughs) and um but I feel like we've already kind of given them the gifts when you have your kids already. You're just like, oh, it's that time of year that you get to remember how extra special you are and how lucky you are by having these people that already exist. Like, it's not me standing on an extra line or an extra big gift or any of those things that cause stress during this time of year. It's like, hey, you just have this person and this relationship and this love, even when they're crabby or even when we make that call 10 minutes later than we should have and the last thing you hear is them in tears because they don't want to go to bed and get off FaceTime with you. Um, Or we're asking you know for you to be part of the shuffle with their schedule or running around I feel like inherent to this time of year with the the storytelling and the passing down traditions comes with just the fact that we have the relationships that we have and that that usually feels good because I'm like oh check that's off my list
0: (laughs) yeah you gotta love it the no matter how much I try to teach my sons to be compassionate And treat their grandparents with respect, just their natural inclinations and ways of being come out, right? So even if your Thanksgiving half of it is spent with your kids yelling to the grandparents to not speak so loudly so that they can hear their TV show that they watch like all the time, um,' you talks so loud and putting up the volume to like a hundred. Yes, I live with a whole bunch of very dramatic kings um you know, just that time together is important um, and I love like we were um I forget exactly what we were doing the day before yesterday, but we were reading, oh, that's what we were doing, bedtime stories. And it was even the day before yesterday. It was literally yesterday, but <laughs> <laughs> torn. So <laughs> we were reading Bernstein bears, uh, weekend at a week at grandma's. Right. And so mm. the bears are getting ready. Sister and brother bear getting ready to go spend time with their grandparents and, um, brother and sister bear complaining that they have to go spend the week with their grandparents because they've never done it before and they just kept mentioning how old their grandparents are and i just loved that of course one of my sons is like well you know abelito and lela they're old but they're still fun (laughs) So it's all that. I love
1: that. I love the generational difference, the way they see things like even the asking why they talk so loud, even though I want them there, right. There's this comfort of it's a holiday. They're expected to be around even when, you know, we live far from each other. And so when it's in cycles, right, it's the aunt, the uncle, the the grandparents, um, they expect them there. And then it's like, and then I can kind of just be myself and, that There's that special grandparent gene. I don't understand why the reflex of the backhand or the dirty look or the scowl that I remember so clearly as a child doesn't really surface when my daughter behaves that way. And, it's, you know, and it always ends up falling on us. It's the, when I'm asking, like, you know, I'm on the phone and you're choosing to bellow your latest song creation right behind me as I'm on the phone, because you're looking for that attention and you don't want me to be on the phone. My dad is saying, thank you so much for your song as he's leaving. And I'm like, why do I get the jab? Why do I get the jab? Because she doesn't have manners. (laughs) And... It but it was fine for her to do that. Like, if I was hollering around the house, no one would have tolerated it when I was younger, <laughs> but it's perfectly fine for her not to have any manners. Yeah. Um, and so it always comes down to us, but that difference in the generations and how they our kids will feel that comfort of like this is just who they are and they accept me how I am. I think that's a special, uh, kind of confidence that their grandparents give them, and this idea that like those relationships exist that you will be who you are unabashedly with sometimes no regard for others and others are still gonna love you <laughs> and they're gonna show up and you know and then we balance that out for them even if our parents judge us for the comments we give and the feedback we give about that behavior
0: <laughs> yeah because you, you gotta love it your kid throws a tantrum and The response you think is going to be like, "Oh my gosh, why can't you like teach him how to behave?" But instead, it's that is one good-looking kid. I'm like, "What did we just experience (laughs) the same moment together?" Well, yeah, the values, (laughs) the values surface. (laughs) Like, what? Wait a minute, what's going on here? But I do want to say like uh, this holiday season however you can trying to celebrate those older folks that are in your life whether it be a great aunt or an aunt an uncle a grandparent because they do um show up for our kids in ways that we least expect it you know because even if, if grandparents aren't involved every single day just the once in a while exposure to them um grows our child and gives them a whole different view of life because I know my boys constantly whenever they hear and it's so funny the words that they associate to the older generation like if they hear about tv commercials things that are appear to be old aka things done in the 90s um, <laughs> you know they they right away think of their grandparents or their aunts and uncles and um start asking about are they coming over are they coming over for you know the holidays or are they coming for my um birthday and thinking about covid so whatever we can do to make it easier for that older generation to engage because i know numbers are spiking here um in our state, and we're trying to be conscious of, like, how do we do that? Do we still have everybody over for Thanksgiving, or do we do a virtual Thanksgiving? What does that look like?
1: Definitely, in New York as well, schools are closed uh, for remote learning 100% across New York City, and what I think about also, in being really you know, having grace with ourselves is that it's not always easy for us. Like the benefit is what it gives our kids, but you can feel that extra stress. You can feel that extra judgment. You can feel um, a little claustrophobic because you're sharing space for an extended amount of time for the holidays. And I would just um, encourage the Torn Tribe to focus on the impact on your kids and try to have Give yourself that breather. Take the countdown five, four, three, two, one. Start at 10 if you need to. Start at 10. Um, walk into another room because while there are lots of either wounds or scars or unresolved issues or conflicts that can sometimes surface over the holidays, we also know that we are still really, really grateful to have those relationships and really want to nourish them and know that they nourish our, our children. So I would say have grace with yourself, have grace with the that older generation and those that are influencing your family and their traditions also, because it is hard it, for personalities the, to come together, the tensions in a pandemic, um, after traveling, different household rules and expectations, depending on how long you're gonna be together. Um, it, to be honest, you know, everyone can wake up on the right or wrong side of the bed, or half of us do, half of us don't, over the time we spend together. Or someone just gets hangry a little earlier than somebody else and it changes the dynamic for about an hour of the day. And that's okay. I think that's what makes the memories and like it honestly I think it's what helps our children become more flexible compassionate and empathetic people
0: with each other yeah it, it, when you were talking about the countdown and stuff I couldn't help but think of Frank Costanza from Seinfeld serenity now serenity now <laughs> <laughs> yeah find your
1: mantra choose grace
0: and even
1: Will all be better. Yeah, and
0: even if it comes at the expense of the meal. Like, for instance, I'll give ours. Like, (laughs) I've already been told by our chef Ramsey that he wasn't going to do a turkey. I don't know if he's going to follow through on that because we were all like, what? thanksgiving without a turkey but
1: so he's making up this
0: year he he went to to some hammer i don't even know what it is back up to i did i stopped listening after i heard (laughs) no turkey my brain my brain kind of went frizzle frazzle like what no turkey um i was like just get a small turkey get an eight pound turkey if you could find one (laughs) like get a small turkey um whatever yeah.
1: that means because i don't really know what the big i if i could imagine if prepping a turkey at all is a thing i don't think that's how much you're prepping
0: is really there. yeah i know i was like well and then i <laughs> i just ended the combo with well whatever you want because i don't even cook like, I, I, was like I was like but i was like but let me just clarify we are not getting rid of the candy jams right <laughs> like <laughs> We're not so tired that we can't make... That's not up for debate on the <laughs> Like, candy yams, yeah. like, come on. Um, so who knows what Thanksgiving dinner is going to look like this year. But even if it has to go there, that you have to do it a little differently to not feel suffocated by the event or that you're going to lose it. Um, I would say it's worth it. Because at the end of the day, like, Thanksgiving and the holidays are truly about... Uh, the people right the people that you're spending it with and just creating memories um that far surpass the time that the meal you know satisfies yeah. so even if it's at the expense of a turkey and whatever turkey that gets to live because of mr steve's <laughs> decision lucky you <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble <laughs>
1: And just for a little context about our titles, so Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is a Christmas song, but it is the one that I think our family kind of with humor and joy thinks about those real feelings that you have when you're with family. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought it'd be quite apropos for that to be the title for it. And it might even pop up later on this season.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if grandma makes it home from her house (laughs) after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, But Torn Tribe, we would love to hear your moments with your uh, grandparents or aunts and uncles or anyone in your tribe that is kind of an elder person that kind of passes on the legacy that you guys honor and respect Um, would love to hear the stories between your children and them and how you're instilling that respect within your own kids. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So, Memes, what's mending you these days? So... I'm still on a real
1: high with my workout. I'm really enjoying it. And it's been, you know, you were surprised to hear that it's like my reset. My my colleague and friend also said, like, I love that you're considering it your reset. And I'm like, I almost feel like someone switched <laughs> my DNA somewhere in the middle of the night. But um, it's that um, and a new colleague it recommended a meditation that I'm going to be doing for 40 days through the end of the year to my 42nd birthday. And so just being reflective, taking that time for like what grounds me, what makes me feel centered and powerful and like in control. But in in the in control also where I can flow with whatever is taking place and giving me that sanity. So that's really what's my I day. like that.
0: Yes. An athlete is being born. People shout and cheer, shout and cheer. I don't think I, I never thought I would live to see the day. I don't know. If if Dave, <laughs> our brother, hears us. he might just think he touched the wrong podcast. <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's still memes in Athena. Yeah. Who are these girls? Who are these <laughs> Still ladies? memes in Athena doing this thing, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but kind of the same, um, along the same vein of like uh, control or flow, um, what has mended me the past... Uh, a couple of weeks since we last dropped an episode or that I've been part of an episode. Um, Sorry guys. (laughs) I missed a week there. Um, Is, is my God, my God and learning more about him. I was studying, I was studying the life of Hagar in the book of Genesis and just realizing Hagar was an Egyptian slave um, of Sarai and Abram back in the Old Testament. And she has an encounter with God and she actually gives him a name. And she calls him El Roi, which means the God who sees. And just understanding that he sees all things, right? Whether they're good or bad, nothing is hidden from his eyes was comforting and then later on in the week i came across this verse in second chronicles 20 that just gave me even more peace that showed more about his relationship with me it's like wow one you see me right you see everything that's happening you're in control of everything that's happening but not only that you're allowing all this and it's a prayer from one of the kings during the times of uh, that chronicles is written And he says, and he's praying to God and he says, for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. And again, that vision of seeing, it's like, yes, he sees me, but at the same time, he's allowing me sometimes to feel suffocated and out of control because he wants me to put my eyes on him and see him. So just that back and forth you know, just really touched me over the past couple of weeks. I'm like, man, not only um, has, has God seen me, but I'm actually getting to see the God that sees me and have that true Hagar moment. So that's what's been mending my soul. Because let me tell you, the pandemic, the virtual learning, Lord Jesus, help me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... And the mm-hmm. work, like, dude, the work hours and then sustaining a healthy marriage and being a mom that shows up and is not just coming with the school plan, <laughs> you know, because they hear my boys sometimes say, mom are you telling us we have another school assignment or are you just trying to have conversation with us? Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Cause I get into that mode of like, it just has to get done. I'm so tired of third grade. It's just gotta get done, you know? And he's like, I just want to have a conversation. Can we just read a book to read a book and not do an assignment? I'm like, you're so right. You know? So knowing that when I feel like all this is against like, surrounding me and that I'm powerless that if I just look up to who's looking at me I can regain my strength and regain perspective and not freak out
1: (laughs) I find that that concept of seeing really profound um I think what we, in different ways over the last few months in the idea of like social emotional learning and trying to meet kids where they are that idea of seeing people Um, and sometimes we're so much more empathetic when we're trying to see younger like even the last episode talking about like having more grace with those that are relying on us and younger than us but that we all need to be mm-hmm. seen right and that the power of being seen and seeing someone in return and so that faith of I'm seeing what you're you know granting me and the lesson you're giving me and that strength so I think that's a beautiful connection like with God for you with your children
0: yeah yeah So Torn Tribe, we would love for you guys to stay connected. Tell us what's mending you these days and don't miss a beat. So meme, tell folks how to stay connected with us.
1: We really would love to hear your anecdotes, your um, searches for the grandmas who might be out, run over by a reindeer, or the grandpas who aren't really concerned that she's (laughs) missing. And if you could send us some emails to tornmlb at gmail.com or drop us, um, you know, follow, share at our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, handle TornMLB.
0: Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel
1: torn, choose Choose grace. grace.